We onboarding all those people really started to break things in our system, right? And things yeah. started to rattle around. And so we had to get like, we had to get clear on a lot of our onboarding systems. And so what we did is we started to go back and say like, okay, what things can we offboard to, you know, a virtual assistant or an admin, right? What things can we completely automate into the company so that it just happens, right? So when they show up day one, we at least have a written down process, right? And then something we took directly from you was let's set the expectations early, right? And let's build out our three three pillars of what is what we're onboarding, right? Yep. Let's build out our three pillars of where they should fit. And then let's coach to their goals. I don't remember what you call it, but success blueprint. Yeah. Yeah. And yep. so there's the tier one, tier two and tier three, we call it our, our three pillars, but like there's the tier one, tier two and tier three of like what kind of rep you want to be and how much money you want to make. And then let's go coach to that process. And then we, we had and have like a really clear, this is what you're going to do day one. This is what we expect from you day one. This is what you're going to do day two. Two. This is what we expect from you day two, all the way through your 30, 60 and 90 day buildup into what things are going to be happening. And then like up to the point where the coach is signing off on their one-on-one -on -one meetings and all of that, all of that stuff. And yeah. a lot of what we got from you and some of it we already had, but like a lot of that is all just like built into it. So it's like, this is the thing that you should be doing today, right? These yep. are the five videos that we already recorded because yep. like I could explain to you a hundred times how to go use the dialer, or I could send you a video and you could watch it, right? And you can watch yep. it on 2x speed and you can watch it six times there is someone we don't want to take away the personal touch altogether so there's someone in charge of getting you in and going yep. but also like when you have questions refer back to this thing so we might show you how to do it once and then we might send you the video so you can continue to follow up with it right yeah or we might send you the video then walk you through how to do it and then get you in right so a lot of like the admin stuff we automated a lot of it outsourced it or got it streamlined in a way where it's just always x y and z yep. so our recruiter me in this case could just submit a form with all the information needed and when they show up day one, yep. or I actually would submit the form when they showed up day one. So we didn't accidentally onboard people that didn't show up. Yep. But when someone showed up day one, within an hour, I could have them boom, you know, brand new CRM seat, brand new email account, all of that stuff, really easy to streamline with admin or VA, right? Love it. And then the coach or whoever is in charge of keeping that person can be really clear with the expectations conversation and what's not only expected from our rep, but what they should expect from us. Because I think expectations is a two-way street that if they don't know what to expect from you and we don't know what to expect from them then we're gonna have miscommunication and create like a sense of unfairness right and sure. and really that feeling of unfairness only happens when expectations don't re meet reality yeah we don't clearly communicate expectations yeah what's the quote actually i think, think maybe i got that from you but when expectations don't meet reality it just means we probably didn't communicate the expectations yeah. directly in the beginning love it let me kind of recap on a couple things there so we're talking about onboarding and there's a lot of good stuff here. So just like he does in his interviewing process, right? He's bringing clarity to exactly what it looks like to see success, like at a high level. And then uh, sometimes these details are going to come up in the recruiting process, like exactly what it looks like day by day to see success. Not always, but it's good to know that information in case it does come up, you know, in case the candidate wants to know to be able to make a, a confident decision. But he brings the expectations into 
onboarding too, right? Here's exactly what it's going to look like to see success within the position. Do you get it? Are we on the same page? They're committing to the bare minimums that he expects to get through the success blueprint or the ramp up period or whatever you want to call it. And he sets expectations. So both the leader, the trainer, whatever the title is, and the new rep, they're all on the, the same page. Another thing that he mentioned too, and this is really common for small and even like larger companies too, you know, and this is like outside of just the hiring process, but typically leaders are doing administrative work that is really simple to delegate either through uh, automation, which is something Michael's great at, and then also uh, delegating to administrative staff. As an example, you know, Michael overseeing, you know, whatever 12 offices or whatever the number is now, seven to 12 offices, he shouldn't be spending three, four hours a day doing administrative work, right? His value is better suited for, you know, improving systems, pitching, you know, uh, the best top 10 percenters into, you know, be wealthy or whatever it is, right? There's typically administrative work. The point is, is that that, that can be delegated. So your time is better focused on more valuable things as a, as a leader, right? That can be done through automation and delegating to, you know, administrative staff that's low cost, opening up time for recruiting or more training or more management or whatever it is, right? Yeah, it's your 80-20, right? You got to focus on your 20, not your 80. Love that. Yeah, that, that applies. The 80-20 rule applies to like everything, huh? Yeah. So I, I cover it in my interview, actually, in my group interview. Really? How do, tell me about that. I talk about brokerages and it's kind of a high level, but I talk about brokerages and most brokerages model are built around recruiting more agents, not making every agent productive. And so for them, if you fall in the 80% of people that are unproductive, you know, uh, and I use it kind of loosely because it's not actually 100% the yeah. way that it works, but it is really close, then they they don't care, right? And they're, as a company, their 20% is recruit, not make you productive. As the difference is on a real estate sales team like us, everyone has to be productive because we are investing so much in every single person that walks in the door with the CRM and all the stuff that goes into like putting them in a chair. You really need more productive people for it. Yeah. So I'm loving that. So to recap, make sure I'm understanding is, you know, in terms of the value or the, the production that comes from the company most, and this is another thing that you're separating yourself from the competition with, right? In the recruiting processes, you know, the typical, you know, if you're highly interested in, you know, this industry and you're getting excited about it based on the things that we're talking about, it's important for you to know the normal in the industry is that they get the majority of their success from just pumping in new bodies to the organization. They right? charge a monthly fee is what yeah. they do. Yeah. That's where they get the majority of the value and the growth within their business. We get, instead of pumping in you know, high volumes of bodies, hundreds of people, whatever the number is, and everybody just being a number, what we do differently is we're selective on who we hire. Our investment is not just into recruiting, but developing you as professionals. So you're productive and see success, right? right? So just a cool note that, you know, is another kind of tool he uses to, to separate himself from a competition standpoint. He was talking about, this is such an important thing is uh, clarity in the onboarding process, right? Whatever he calls it, the what, uh, stage one, two, and three, or something like that. Tier one, two, or three, I guess, yeah. for the yeah. tier and agent this, tier. Yeah. And this is super cool. If you have enough like human resources to focus on these differences, I haven't kind of seen this. I remember kind of, this is super cool. So you have, it's like, you know, option one, option two, option three. Hypothetically, if you type to income at 75K, 150K, 300K, what rep do you want to be? And then yeah. it's the success blueprint. So that's super cool because some reps, they do want to make 75K and they're super happy. And some reps are like, I need to crush 250. Um, and yeah. so that that's super cool that you have different pathways in onboarding for each rep. More complexity, more attention from a leadership perspective, but that is super cool once you have enough people to focus on those differences. But what he was talking about earlier, we call it the success blueprint is uh, for each one of those options, right? Let's just boil it down to one, right? Let's say you have one position. You want to map out exactly what it looks like for the average Joe to ramp up into the position. So let's say that it takes, you're, you're pitching a, a 100K income or quota allows a 75, a 78K per year income, which is 1500 bucks a week, whatever, right? And that's what you're pitching in the recruiting process and closing reps.
startups into. You want to think about, okay, what does it look like for the average Joe to, to scale up into that income? Hypothetically, let's say it's 60 days. Doesn't matter. Maybe it's 30 days or 90 days or more. You want to think about that timeline. And then what he's done is he's reverse engineered that timeline day by day, all the way through the 60 days or 90 days or whatever the timeline is for him. It's 90 days. And he's mapped that out Monday through Friday or Monday through Saturday, whatever the working days are. Monday, day one, do this all the way through week 12 or week eight or the first 60 days or whatever. So when a rep comes on board, they literally know everything that needs to happen day one, day two, all the way through their first 90 days. And it's literally like, do this, check it off. So it's kind of like a new hire checklist and like a responsibility that they need to do to scale up into what he's been communicating, which is A, B, and C or whatever, right? Yeah. And so that clarity is, is insanely important for the rep. So they know exactly what they need to do. It does help in the recruiting process when that clarity is there. It's important in the, the onboarding process because they need that clarity. It's that clarity is important for the leader too, so they can understand where the rep is at, so they can help the rep track through the onboarding process and make sure they're on track. If you're unorganized in a commission-based opportunity, like it gets messy quick. You can get away when that crap, when you have like a salary and stuff like that, but in a commission-based sales opportunity, you need organization, you need to be clear. So there's not other opportunities for reps to increase doubt. If they're in this, they're two weeks in and there's no organization and they're like, what the heck is going on? I don't know where I'm at. That's a, that's a bad thing. Yeah. And the farther you are from start to most likely like their first check, the bigger the sales cycle is, the more like structured mm. everything probably has to be. Love it. Like the more, cause they still need to have safety, right? What are all like the five human needs or whatever? I don't, I don't know. I'm not a big Tony Robbins thing, but he's got his, is it six or seven human needs? One of them security, right? Or safety. Yep. And so like that's still, even for like someone that is big on commission only sales opportunities, right? And they're like, Hey, I am so down to go three months without a check. I'm really excited about eating what I kill only, right? They're still going to need some type of security built into it. And you build security by streamlining the process from zero to one. I love like that. that's really the streamline is like, how do I go get my first deal? And the, the more simple that appears, yeah. even if it's difficult, doesn't have to be something can be simple and still difficult. Yep. Just because it's hard or it takes time doesn't mean it's not simple, right? 